was trying to avoid vanity metrics, like, because mm-hmm. like it could be either obviously a, a morale booster or like, man, why am I doing this? But you know that you got to stick to it over a long period of time in order to actually get any kind of traction because. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Campfire Capitalism Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Dixon, and today we have an amazing guest. We're going to talk about podcasting, marketing, and all the good things that drive our business's growth through customer acquisition. And today's guest is going to be the amazing uh, Megan Dory. Um, is a digital. She's a digital marketing strategist with a background in online business development and course creation. She has had the opportunity to, over the years, to work with hundreds of business owners in a variety of industries. She really likes spreadsheets. She currently lives in Western Quebec with her partner in OCAT and over sixty-five thriving houseplants. That's the one thing I miss about traveling the world is my houseplants. I miss mm-hmm. them. Um, when not helping to create high value podcasts, she painstakingly creates from scratch items that are easily and cheaply available in many stores. So (laughs) a woman of many talents, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Desmond. I'm I'm delighted to be here. Oh man, this is going to be so fun because, um, you know, when I read about your background and we had our conversation, I was, I was really interested to kind of hear about, you know, uh, obviously your take on, you know, being a content creator and, and some of the little things that can really compound and help make progress, but also just like your general view of effectively um, using these strategies to acquire business and, um, you know, the little things in the background that people don't see to make a show great or to make it profitable for the business in general. So um, before we kind of get into that, just kind of give us an idea of like, how did you get into podcasting, content creating and digital marketing? Like, just give us like, you know, a high level overview of like a little bit about your journey and then we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll dive in. For sure. So um, I had no intention whatsoever of getting into podcast production or running a podcast agency. It it never crossed my mind that this was a possible career path. So in uh, 2017, I had um, the year previous, I'd left the marketing company where I kind of, I I started my career for real. And, you know, I got to learn a lot and manage a lot and do all of that wonderful work with all those wonderful people. And I was pretty burned out on internet marketing, as I'm sure you know can happen. It's not always the friendliest environment to to spend all of your waking hours in or thinking about. So I was was kind of at loose ends professionally, just in this little interim time. And I got a message from an old colleague. She rang me up out of the blue one day. uh, And she was a person I absolutely adored. She's such a great person, strong ethics, got along really well. And she said, I think we should start a business together. And I said, okay. And so uh, we just put our, our kind of heads together. Her background is in broadcast radio and mine was in digital marketing. So it's like, okay, perfect. We can produce podcasts for businesses. We know people who, who might need that. So we started shaking the network tree, got our first couple of clients. And uh, yes, yeah, we've been producing podcasts since, uh, since 2017 uh, and almost entirely referral grown, which I'm pretty proud of. Man, that's incredible. Um, I think that's probably one of the most underrated tools that I like that people need to understand being an entrepreneur, that your network is literally mm-hmm. like your foundation to not just like creating business, but also like getting solutions to, you know, to drive profitability, to get access to information oh, yeah. or people that you wouldn't have got access to if you didn't have the right network. Right. Like, I think that's so, it's so powerful. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's one of the great things about podcasting as a medium, too, because it's like this really elegant and natural and organic way to build your professional network really robustly and really efficiently. Because uh, it's such nice you get to know people, you get to know their expertise. And then, you know, in you know next year, sometimes I'm going to say, oh, you, I need a podcast producer. And you're like, oh, you, I got a guy. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to have a guy for everything uh, who you'll be able to direct people to. It's, it's a really nice way to build that network. Yeah, I think there's no selfishly, there's just this amazing feeling connecting people, especially mm-hmm. pe- two people that you know that you met while podcasting. It's just something about it as a podcaster that just makes it super special. Um, the network effect. And most of the people that I meet podcasting are really cool people. Like they're really abundant yeah. and um, curious and and they're willing to um, you know, open doors for you. So something I noticed. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's dive into your expertise a little bit in terms of like the podcasting side of things. So what, like, so if it's a business owner listening to this and they consider starting a podcast, like why should a business owner have a podcast for their content creation, uh, part of their content creation strategy? I'm interested to hear your take on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing I'd say is maybe they shouldn't. And that's, uh, you know, you, I think the, the most important thing to do if you're thinking about getting into podcasting as a business owner or having a podcast to support some area of your business, the first thing is, is a podcast going to help me achieve the goals that I have for my business in the next little while? Because, I mean, you, you're a podcaster, you know this. It's not necessarily easy. It's not necessarily cheap. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy and it can take a, a significant investment of money. So you want to make sure that it's bringing value to your business in a way that is currently meaningful for you. Um, there are some people you can start a podcast and say, you know, this might be valuable in 10 years. Cool. Big archive of content. Everybody loves that. But for a lot more business owners, it needs to have value a lot closer to the get-go. Uh, and so what we'd like to, to start these kind of conversations, this thinking around is what are your actual, what are your business goals? Not thinking about the podcast first, what do you need in your business? Do you need to build that network? Do you need to engage an audience that you already have? Or do you need to nurture people as they're coming into your environment? Do you need to establish thought leadership and brand awareness? Uh, And then kind of um, within those high level categories, we call them the the business podcast blueprints. Uh, There's lots of different little metrics that you can track, you know, SEO, uh, network partners that you have, social media engagements, all like a myriad of things. Um, But unless what you actually need for your business is kind of represented in those lists of what podcasts can really do and that you can measure and effectively track to see how well it's working for you, then maybe there might be some way better ways that you can be investing your time and your money than podcasting. So I think the very first step to, if you're thinking, should I podcast? It's will podcasting actually help me grow and nurture and develop my business the way I need it to in the next six to 12 months? That's the timeline I like to think on for for podcasting. And if the answer is yes, you know, I do need to meet a lot of people over the next year and build a lot of relationships over the next year. Podcasting is going to be amazing for you. Uh, you know, it's going to be great. But if what you really need is to nail down your internal systems in your business so that you can scale more effectively, a podcast is not going to help with that. So, you know, maybe you should not be spending your time on it right now. So I think that's the most important thing to, to nail down. And then the second is, how are you going to track whether or not it's working? Because, you know, if you're doing this as a business, you're not doing it just for the love of the game. You've got to be able to establish, is this a good investment of my time and resources, or should I be investing those time and resources elsewhere? And you need metrics for that. You need to know, uh, you know, this is how my audience is growing. These are the network, like the new partners that I'm meeting and how I'm able to develop relationships with them. This is the way I'm using this content in my business. It's helping me in ways A, B, and C. And if you can do that, then you can justify either to yourself or if you're you know, doing it with um, partners, or if you've got a board to answer to, you need to be able to show, hey, what I'm doing here, all this time that we're spending all this money, it has value, it has impact, and we can clearly measure and delineate that impact. Um, so that is the nerd's approach um, to thinking about podcasting for your business. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. That was that was on the dot here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the the metrics thing is huge because um, I think the story I used to tell myself when I first started was to try. I, I was trying to avoid vanity metrics, like because mm-hmm. like it could be either obviously a a morale booster or like man, why am I doing this? But you know that you got to stick to it over a long period of time in order to actually get any kind of traction because mm-hmm. most podcasters, I think was, isn't they expectancy like three weeks or something like that, or like three months. It's like seven, something seven episodes, I think is yeah. like the average for how long a show is going to last. Yeah. So it's like, you got to get past that mark first and then, you know, you, you got to get some data first so that you can actually analyze it. Yeah, um, you like, and, what are you yeah. tracking? And like the easiest number, what everyone tracks or everyone you know, comes into it thinking about is, is, um, you know, downloads. Cause that, that means it's good, right? If you're getting lots of downloads, the number's going up and to the right, you're winning at podcasting maybe, but it is exactly you say it's a vanity metric because, uh, you know, what does that have to do with your sales cycle? What does it have to do with your conversion rates? What does it have to do with the opportunities that you have? What does that have to do with your, your search result rankings? You know, there might be other things that are a lot more important than the number of people who are downloading. Um, who cares if it's only 20 people listening a month, if those 20 people are really excited to buy from you after they've heard four episodes, you know? So it's like really making that, that judgment call about how you're using the show and what is meaningful in terms of, of impact from it. Yeah. I think for me being a sales guy, the thing that I look for the most is do people mention it to me mm. voluntarily that I just met? Oh, that's a good right? One. Like, Oh, just took a listen to your pie. Like, you know, in terms of when we first, um, um, you know, meet, they say, you know, Hey, I just took a listen to your pod. And I was like, Oh, wow. That that's important to me. Right. Because mm-hmm. I want that to be in front of my ideal customers or my prospects in ways where I, I I'm not in front of like leveraging media. Like that's where you want to create video where you want to create content. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. So, um, I want you to, I'm, I'm pretty curious to kind of hear this. So like, talk to me about like SEO and like, how is this relevant to SEO and um, how can people like repurpose the, their podcast content to like, you know, really leverage it. For sure. And I'll, I'll, I'll preface this by saying, you know, I'm not an SEO expert, so I'm sure there will be, uh, you know, other people who have a lot more kind of granularity on, on how this can be tracked and measured. But, you know, when you are podcasting on a regular basis, um, the natural side effect of doing so is a whole lot of content. Uh, you know, you're just generating it. Uh, and so, you know, when you are podcasting, you know, in an, an episode is not very much unlike an essay, even when it's a conversation, you have a point, you have a thesis, means you have a keyword or you have multiple keywords. And so of course you can use those, you know, interlinking on your site and your meta descriptions, both on your podcast host and on your website. Uh, if you use your transcript that can have a lot of, um, uh, impact on that, making it more searchable. Um, and I think one of my favorite things is the interlinking with your own content on the site for the keywords that you're, you're targeting. And that can really make a big difference, uh, at least in, you know, um, how many green check marks you get from your Yoast plugin, <laughs> but, uh, it's, and another, like a nice thing about SEO as a metric is you can track the keywords you're going for over time. Uh, and it's a really nice measurable thing. You can get that information from, uh, you know, AREFs or from Google analytics uh, and see how is podcasting on this topic. Maybe, you know, one in every six episodes is going to be really hyper-focused on exploring a different area or different long tail um, version of this keyword. And we're going to see how, how that changes or how our search results um, are impacted by that over time. So that can be a really fun one. It's definitely more of a long game play than like your, your networking play for podcasting. Um, but you know, we all want that organic traffic if we can get it. Yeah. I like, man, just like being a sales guy who works with, works with different businesses. 
you know, to see certain clients, like I'm, I'm, I'm like watching it. I like, I see what's going on back end. I'm like, man, like SEO is the bomb.com. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're like, they're getting traffic from people who are just searching. Like it's like demand intent, right? It's buyer's intent or awareness intent. And they're looking at you as the authority or, you know, it's, it's like, man, it's so cool. And I think that mixed with podcasting, right? Because the podcast is creating your, in a way it can create your blog content because you could just like kind of mm-hmm. repurpose the, the okay. theme of it, or the, like you said, the transcript or, or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, I think you, when you get in business, get in business in general, you're not in business for six months, hopefully, like hopefully, hopefully. you're going to be in business for <laughs> 10 years, right? Five be years. Much better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like 15, 20, pass it down. Right. Um, but obviously you gotta, but obviously you gotta know, like, which I think this is a fair conversation because it's almost like, well, do you even keep, is your business even never get into a conversation where it's like, do you have a proven offer or proven value to society before you invest in in any of these long form contents, right? Podcasting or blogs. But if you do have evidence of traction in the marketplace, then I Mm -hmm. think that these are two strategies. Like you said, depends on what your goals in the business, if you're scaling and you, you have an operational, you have plenty of clients then maybe podcasting doesn't make sense. Right. But if you're at a plateau or an expert or service-based business, right. Um, with reach, uh, with a bit, you know, ambitious to expand globally or internet or nationally, then maybe a podcast is good for you. Right. In terms of brand awareness. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really good point too, because I think a podcast there's, as you I'm sure know very well, there are a lot of marketing activities you can do so you can avoid having to actually sell things to people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and a podcast is a super good one for that kind of procrastination because it feels so productive. You're talking to people, you're making content, you're getting it out there. But if you don't actually have anything behind it to sell, you are absolutely wasting your time <laughs> unless you were doing it for the love of the game, which is fair. You can do it for the love of the game. You're the boss of your podcast. But uh, uh, you know, if you are trying to do it for business, you should really have a business first. Definitely step one <laughs> before even your your goals, perhaps. Yeah, I would say sell something first. Like always sell like something that's, first. That's that's like the first goal. Like sell it. Like yeah, can I you have, go I, s- yeah, go for it. Oh, sorry. I was gonna, I'm uh, and maybe um, I'm going to turn things around on you almost a little bit because I love getting a chance to talk to it to a sales expert. But I have a pet theory that a lot of the, you know, how to build a business training out there and all the the business development, uh, it all starts with really intense um, you know, conversations on you've got a niche, you've got to develop a good offer, you've got to get your, your like language your language correct and your uh, you know, your, your landing pages and your website ready. I think people teach that first because it's easier to teach than selling. And it's easier to get people to actually see little successes without actually having to do the hard work of selling something. Would you agree or disagree? I hundred thousand percent agree. Cause I'm even, <laughs> I even, I, I, I found myself, I can remember some businesses are starting to pass and I can remember like all the effort I put into all the things that really didn't matter. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to set up an LLC. I'm going to build a yep, website. Exactly. I'm going to get an email address. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get a bank account. I'm going to, you know, start us all my social media page. I don't have any content yet, but yep, I'm going exactly. to create a content. Right. And look, it's, it's okay. Like, I think, uh, uh, I think, you know, um, you know, life crisis experiences to create contrast. And now like, I don't do like, I don't create a new offer product or even a new business if I can't sell it first. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about selling it first is that you're not like, yes, you don't want to like hoodwink people or scam people. But at the end of the day, you want to just talk to people and see is is someone willing to pay you for exchange of value, 
And like, how do they respond to that as well? Like, is it a no brainer? Like, they're like, mm-hmm. Hey, like, what, like, Hey, can you send me some more information about that? I'm, I'm very interested. Like you can feel that energy or if they're like, cool, good for you. Right. Like <laughs> if you get a whole bunch of good for you's, then like, maybe it's like, what's going on here? Is my, is my mm-hmm. approach wrong? Is my business model wrong? Like, is this something yeah. that people are paying? Cause you could save so much time and money and effort. Uh, but I think most people are afraid to talk to people um, to be quite blunt. Scary. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard, it's, you know, especially if you haven't like developed that sort of thick skin that you almost need to um, go out and open yourself up to all sorts of rejection. Because <laughs> there's going to be all sorts of rejection. You have to kind of remember it's not actually personal. So I have a very contrarian since we're on podcasting and talking about podcasting yeah. and sales. Um, I actually <laughs> tell some clients to do this as well, uh, which is essentially, um, you know, like, Hey, I, I was doing a short podcast, but they need to have all this different types of information or like, oh, we need the branding. We need the page. Like we need all this stuff. I'm like, yo, just go talk to potential guests. See, mm-hmm. can you get some really cool guests on the show that like, you know, that align with whatever the theme is going to be. And you'll be surprised that some people will just say, yes, I want to be a part of that podcast without even a name, without even a name. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I, I love that. I like it's uh, I call podcasting is like the great calendar opener. Uh, cause it's, I mean, I've been, uh, well, I mean, I, I managed to avoid podcasting for almost five years uh, of producing them for other people. I had no, like, I'm not a front of house person. You know, I, I don't, I'm not shy, but I don't thrive on, on attention of any kind. Um, but you know, eventually after five years, it's like, okay, you know, we're going to have to have a podcast to, to keep doing this and <laughs> be able to hold our heads up. And I was so nervous reaching out to people at first, cause you know, even though I'm, I'm an expert in the space. I have no problem with that. But like this was a new show. We, of course, we had no traction yet, no downloads, pretty small, like online audience and presence. But you know, people were happy to say yes. And they were happy to come on and have a great conversation. And like, it was it's been sort of a valuable and fulfilling experience to actually be on the side of the mic. Uh, and you know, just getting over that initial imposter syndrome, I think is, is a lot of what it is. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um I, I honestly was so surprised when I first started podcasting how effective it was to get people like to have people on the phone and like communicate with people that you normally wouldn't communicate with, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it, it's like, it just blows my mind that I just had this epiphany as a sales guy. It's like, especially it's, it's like social selling. Because like, mm-hmm. if you're, once again, we're back to the question, like if you're providing something valuable to society, that's a no brainer, then it will essentially almost sell itself. Right. Yeah. You, yes. You need some craftsmanship, some skill and certainty, right. Confidence, but really like it's going to, you're going to sell to the right people because there's no better buyer. Most buyers do from recall, right. 90%. Like, yeah. oh, I know that person that does this. Oh, I know that like, you're not going to get someone on the phone that you just met usually and say, I'm, you're going to buy my stuff without like, even if they did buy your stuff, they're probably not going to have the most incredible customer journey because maybe the timing wasn't aligned. Yeah. Right. Or they might, you know, buyer's remorse or right. Like, cause I think timing is also critical in mm-hmm. sales. Right. Um, but yeah, this is fascinating. I thought podcasting, podcasting is so good and I, I'm, a, I'm a big champion of it. Um, so like, you know, like Megan said, guys, uh, you need to definitely, you know, evaluate to see what your needs of your business are. Um, but I'm, de- we're definitely pro podcast. Um, even the hobbyers out there, right. <laughs> it's okay. Absolutely. All, yeah. all, all adoration on my part to, to the hobbyists among you. Cause I, I listen to a lot of shows. Uh, I mean, I produce business podcasts all day. I don't listen to a lot of the business podcasts for fun. <laughs> 
So, you yeah. know, I'm listening to the shows that are created by people who are in it for, for the love of the game. And I'm deeply appreciative of them. Yeah, I would have to say probably half the podcast I listen to have nothing to do with business, but like thought provoking stuff. Right. Like, mm-hmm. or like, I like that kind of stuff, like talk about nerdy, like science stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I love that kind of stuff. But, right. Oh, yeah. I love like the weird history and the like horrifying yeah. medical stuff. Um, yeah. uh, anything about herbalism, permaculture. Uh, I'm, I'm a hippie in a podcast producer's outfit is basically what it comes down to. Woman of many talents. Right. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you always surprise me. It's great. Um, but this is also, so tell us a little bit more about your, your podcast production company, like, you know, how you guys work and then like how, how people can find you guys if they're interested in, in, you know, pursuing a podcast with you. Sure. Yeah. So we are, uh, it's one stone creative and we're at onestonecreative.net and we're a team of uh, six people, uh, distributed around the world, uh, which is very lovely. And we really do start with, um, you know, how is a show going to be valuable to your business and how are we going to evaluate success or failure? And then we'll help you, uh, you know, figure out how to capture great audio, the kind of person you should be talking to, if it's going to be a, a guest style show. Um, we do the branding, we help you plan a launch, basically uh, soup to nuts, beginning to end, we can help you take care of it. And we do a bunch of different kinds of editing, which is really fun because you can really get into, you know, different styles of podcasts and different uh, levels of, of technique you want to apply to it. Uh, so we can do a whole bunch of different kinds of those. And then we just handle the day-to-day. Um, what ha- usually happens is we find we work with people who are either solopreneurs or small teams who don't want to do it in-house because it's a freaking lot of work that a lot of people can be involved in. So we take the place of, of a member of someone's team, basically, and can help it with everything from research uh, to, to promotion. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, we really like the people that we work with. I mean, yeah, you've been in business a, a while, so you're doing something right. All right. We're doing something right. It's, it. uh, yeah. One of my personal vanity metrics is um, how often we release episodes on time. And in five years, we have been late for our fault three times. And we produce a 20 weekly or bi-weekly shows. We've been late three times. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, that's <laughs> like, it's incredible. Like people don't realize like business, like, to, like, I know it sounds so like, this is probably going to like uh, uh, trigger some people, but it's not sales that are hard for businesses. Once you get the ball rolling it's delivering mm-hmm. because every customer you lose, you have to replace. And also the balance of like the cadence with internal teams, cash flow and finances, right? Like that to me is a lot like that side of the business is a lot more challenging mm-hmm. than bringing dollars in the door. Cause you can find Tons of different ways to bring dollars in the door, oh, right? Yeah. Promotions. You can sell anything. <laughs> yeah, like you can, especially if you have something that's valuable and you have social proof, right? Like that's not like what you guys do is incredible because it's like super operational intensive. I mean, you got to go back and forth sometimes. Like you guys said, so you guys are literally like a high operation business, right? Very, 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 very. So um, I, I commend. Things I, I, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So it was one of the I like best about it is, uh, I mean, what I guess just being we're a team of people who are fairly good at hitting deadlines. Um, But I love being able to say, we're going to do this and then being able to do it. And like, we're so careful to never say we can do anything that we can't like that's rule. Number one at the company is no, because if if we're going to say, we're going to hit this delivery standard, that's now written in stone. We're going to hit that delivery standard. And and it's like a source of satisfaction. It's like winning every week when we get to check off all of our shows that they went out on time. So uh, yeah, no hire us uh, receive nerds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pros, 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 pros. 
Cool. So this was super fun. Um, definitely love to have you on the show. I uh, got a lot of value. Actually, I've learned something as well. You got me. You got, you let, I love like learning and provoking. So it was great. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Awesome. So guys, congratulations. You made it to the end of the show. You just gave us your most precious resource on the planet, which is your time. And we're super grateful for it. And so we'll see you at the next campfire. Definitely go check out uh, what Megan and them are doing. Um, if you're interested in the podcast, there'll be links in the show notes. And have a great day. Crush it, capitalists.